Hey, it's Monique with the Brown Vegan Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. I like to give you strategies on how to embrace a vegan lifestyle with your family in a way that is accessible and down to earth so that this is something that you can do very long term and you don't have to worry about starting a journey for 30 days and then saying that you um, failed or feel like you failed and not continue. So I just love to give you some strategies to make it as easy as possible of a transition for you and your family. So today we're going to talk about ways to baby step your way into a vegan lifestyle. I often get questions about where to start. You know, um, there's so much information out there. It can be quite overwhelming. So I just want to give you some quick tips on how to feel good about this lifestyle and how to get started in a way that works for you and your family. So just a little bit of a backstory. Um, I was a vegetarian for two years before I embraced this vegan lifestyle with my own family. My family wasn't vegetarian with me, but um, we had <laughs> some interesting experiences during that vegetarian um, journey because I would make multiple meals. So I was making a meal for myself and a meal for my family every night. So of course, if anybody's doing that right now, you know how much work that is and how frustrating and how burnt out it can be. So when I decided to become a vegan, I no longer made multiple meals. And I, to this day, I still don't make multiple meals for my family. It's kind of like one of those things. I make one meal. If you eat it, you eat it. And if you don't, you don't. Because I always feel like you can always catch up on the next meal. So I just don't worry about that anymore. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the tips. The reason I just mentioned that to you about being a vegetarian prior is because that's the first tip that I have for you if you want to baby step your way into a vegan lifestyle. It's by becoming a vegetarian first. Um, it gave me the confidence, I feel like. It gave me the confidence to embrace a vegan lifestyle because I had already eliminated meat and I had already started experimenting with, you know, uh, plant-based milks and things like that. And um, I had already started slowly eliminating things from my lifestyle. So it was just a little easier to be a vegetarian first and then go to being a vegan. <laughs> I know because I'm a vegan, so it kind of sounds weird because I'm an ethical vegan. And I do believe that um, animal factory farming is cruel and unnecessary. And I do believe that dairy, eggs, and milk and all of those things are just unnecessary and cruel. I still feel that, you know, a lot of us cannot go from zero to vegan. So it's okay to work this into baby steps. So that's why I'm suggesting that being a vegetarian may work for you if you're not exactly sure where to start. Now, don't wait two years like I did. I mean, you can if you want, but I don't suggest that. I think that you should just become a vegetarian, just slowly eliminate things or even not even eliminate things, but replace some of the foods that you're eating now that's not helping you um, grow and it's not helping you have clarity. So just eliminate the things that aren't good for you. Or I keep saying eliminate, but really what I mean is replace because I think it's more important to replace those foods that aren't good for you and um, foods that aren't compassionate in place, putting things that help you thrive and help you feel great. So that's the first tip. <laughs> the second tip is to back to what I just said a few seconds ago about replacing. I think you should work on replacing the dairy in your life. So uh, the easiest, easiest, easiest way to do that is to um, replace your cow's milk or your goat's milk. So I know some people drink goat's milk. Replace that with a flaxseed milk or a uh, soy milk, almond milk, hemp milk. Replace it with those alternatives. I do not sit around and drink any of these milks because I've never been like a huge milk drinker, at least in my adulthood, I have never been one. 
but it's perfect for cooking and uh, you can put them in recipes when you make pancakes and things like that. You can use these replacements. If you're making some type of vegan macaroni and cheese, it's a great replacement for that as well. So there's a, just a different, uh, just a huge variety of things that you can do instead of um, using cow's milk. There's so many different alternatives out there. You can also work on slowly replacing um, like something like your sour cream. There's vegan alternatives for that. I've seen those in the store. And replacing your vegan, replacing your cheese with vegan cheese. I do not sit around and eat vegan cheese with crackers because I really don't think it's like the best tasting cheese on the world, even though I've acquired a taste for vegan cheese. But I just, just think it's a wonderful alternative. So you could put it in your lasagna. You could use vegan cheese in so many different recipes. Uh, so it's just great to know that you have those alternatives out there. The brand that I use most often is Daya Vegan Cheese. It's spelled D-A-I-Y-A. That's the one I use the most often. However, um, follow your heart. And then there's another one called Tease. I think it's uh, spelled T-E-E-S-E. That's a pretty popular brand. I have never used it. I've really, I've never even actually seen it in the store, but the company may ship it to you. So check that out as well. So just work on slowly replacing your dairy with some of the amazing alternatives out there. Um, of course, when you start embracing it, you may notice that they don't taste exactly what, like what you're accustomed to. But like I always say, if it tasted exactly the same way, everyone would already be doing it. So you just embrace it like a new experience. And I promise that you will acquire a taste for it eventually. For me, it took two years. I have to be real with you. It took me two years to acquire a taste for vegan cheese. But um, I was using it before then. And you'll just find a way to make it work for you. Embrace it as a new experience and have fun. The next tip that I want to give you to slowly embrace a vegan lifestyle is by reading and watch, reading books and watching documentaries. So the book that I always credit to helping me become a vegetarian, because actually I was a vegan for like a week, and then I decided that it wouldn't work for me, is Skinny Bitch. I read that book, and it's, a, it's incredibly vulgar, actually, um, when I think about it. It's really in your face. This is what you need to do. This is why you're fat. This is why you're having issues with food. It's kind of like really in your face, the language in this book. But I think it was really necessary, because it was the first time that I actually ever approached it and realize that this lifestyle could be a possibility for me. I had never really even considered it. So it pretty much planted a seed and showed me that this is something that I could do. So even though I was a vegetarian after I read Skinny Bitch, I do feel like we have to work in steps. And it led me to this point. You know, it was a seed that led, led that was planted at the time to lead me to getting um, to become a vegan. The other book that I read that really helped me, I've mentioned this several times before as well, especially if you read my book or you're on my lose, excuse me, not read my book, but if you're on my um, newsletter or if you read my blog, you know that I always talk about Skinny Bitch because, excuse me, not Skinny Bitch, but uh, Sister Vegan. Actually, I talk about both of them, but Sister Vegan is another book that really, really helped me um, get to this point. It talks about um, factory farming. It was just like a whole lot of different contributors in there talking about their experiences as being a black woman vegan in America. And it was the first book that I read that related to me. And I felt like everything I had read prior to this didn't feel like me. You know, I felt like veganism was something that was reserved for white women with blonde hair who had a lot of money. <laughs> That's what I thought. I never even saw my face as being a part of that equation. So it was the first time that I read a book that related directly to me in a way that made me feel like this is something that I can actually do. And not only could I do it, but I could do it with my family. So um, I definitely credit this book and I highly recommend it um, to get some of that uh of that experience if you're interested, especially if you're a black woman. 
So those books really, really helped me. As far as documentaries, I recommend Vegucated, which is pretty good, which is a really good book. Excuse me, a documentary. It's actually about a group. I think it's about six people who go vegan for 30 days and their experience with learning more about that. I also recommend Forks Over Knives because it tells you a lot about the health benefits that go into um, embracing a a plant-based lifestyle. Lastly, I recommend Earthlings. Earthlings was, to date, the most... Uh, wow, it was the most incredibly, how do I explain this? It was just like so, so emotional watching Earthlings. I actually had to watch it into like different, I had to break it up into little segments to actually watch it because it was just incredibly, incredibly gruesome. And it's something that really needs to be seen though. You really need to see where your food is coming from and how it contributes not only to um, our bodies, but also how it contributes to the killing and slaughtering of other beings and animals and how they're, they have deserved to be reserved. They deserve to have a voice and um, they deserve not to be slaughtered. So it was just a really, really, really traumatic experience um, watching Earthlings, but I think it's also necessary as well because sometimes we get caught up in the health benefits, but in my opinion, you really need to get into the ethical part of it in order for you to wholeheartedly embrace a vegan lifestyle full term. Health is wonderful. We all want that. We all want to lose weight. We all want to feel great. But I think it's also important to um, explore some of the ethical things because in my experience, that's what keeps you vegan long term is those um, different um, things as well, ethical. So yeah. That's another one. Sorry, I didn't mean to go down like a, I feel like I kind of went down a rabbit hole a little bit with that one. (laughs) But yes, definitely read and continue to read and watch documentaries because I feel like it does keep you accountable. It keeps you going. It helps you remember why you embrace this lifestyle. So you definitely want to spend some time, at least a couple of times a week reading and learning more about your lifestyle. The next tip I want to give you is to start with breakfast and lunches, excuse me, breakfast and snacks to embrace embrace a vegan lifestyle. I always think that breakfast is pretty easy as far as a transition because a lot of us typically eat vegetarian um, breakfast and snacks. We usually don't have like a whole lot of meat with breakfast and snacks. So I just think it's important to um, make the transition as easy as possible for you. If you were one of those people that loves to continue to eat waffles and pancakes and things like that, you sure can. You'll just be doing it in a different way. You could use energy egg replacer for your waffles. And as if pancakes, instead of using cow's milk, you can use the milks that I mentioned earlier, like an almond milk, a flax milk, soy milk, things like that to make the transition a little easier for you. Um, if you like scrambled eggs, you can have tofu scrambled instead. Tofu scramble instead. It has the same texture. It has the same um, flavor. You can make it, of course, because you know a lot of this stuff doesn't taste like meat. Doesn't taste like anything until you season it anyway. So, just add your own spin to it. And of course, if you like breakfast sausages, there's different brands out there that are available that you can start exploring with in a way that can replace the pork or the chicken or the beef that's on your plate. So that's a great way as well. And of course, these um, alternatives don't have cholesterol. They won't affect your blood pressure the same way. And a lot of them are just made out of wheat gluten and vegetables. So it's really, really delicious and simple. And sometimes I will be honest with you, it's so crazy because a lot of these vegan sausages, they're gotten so good with them that a lot of times they actually <laughs> taste like they could be a meat patty or a meat sausage. It's really crazy. But um, I have had some experience with that in the past. I actually went to a restaurant in D.C., 
and uh, I had brunch with one of my friends and I could not believe how much the patty, the sausage tastes just like regular sausage to me. It made me like look and say, what did I order the wrong thing? Even though I knew I was at a, a vegan restaurant, I still kind of felt like that because they've gotten really, really good at mimicking the flavors and the texture, which is perfect for, you know, if you have a husband who is kind of hesitant about embracing his lifestyle, it's perfect for someone like that. So I would high, I would uh, recommend that you start exploring with some of the alternatives that are out there. If It just makes the transition a lot easier for you. So you can have, um, like I said, vegan breakfast. And as far as snacks go, you can just use, have smoothies, um, trail mix. Uh, let's see, what do I give the kids? We have like fresh fruit, we eat crackers. It's like, there's a list of, of crackers and things like that that are already vegan. They don't have any butter, any milk or anything like that in there. Um, peanut butter, um, carrot sticks with hummus. Let's see. There's just so many different things that you probably already eat that are naturally vegan in your life. So you don't have to worry about making too many adjustments with your breakfast and snacks. So that's a high recommendation that I have for you is to start very slowly there. Last but not least, one of the ways that you can embrace, slowly embrace a vegan lifestyle for you and your family is by cooking one vegan meal a week. So this is just something that you can commit to that'll be very easy for you. You know, it can, even though I just said, you know, start with breakfast and snacks, you can actually, you should, I recommend that if you want to cook one vegan meal a week, that you actually do it with dinner because this will help get everyone involved in the process. You don't even have to technically announce it. You could just make the food and just see what happens. I recommend like making soups and stews and tacos and spaghetti it's just different things that you can make for your family and just make a couple of adjustments to easily make it vegan and delicious and simple and you really don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it what i would do is in the beginning of my journey i did not like to waste ingredients (laughs) i did not of course i mean that's any of us we don't want to waste ingredients or money and i didn't to kind of cut down on the frustration of my family not wanting to eat some of the meals what I would do is the night before I would make something that I knew that everybody already liked and I would make enough to last for that night and the following night and then the next night with those leftovers in the refrigerator I would actually go ahead and make a new dish that had a new meal that I had never made before and I would present it to them and if no one liked it or there was just some kind of conflict or you know some type of issues with it I always knew that I had the uh, leftovers in the refrigerator so I could give them the leftovers and then I would eat (laughs) the new meal every day for the rest of the week because I would have to eat it for lunch because I didn't want to waste it. So that's the best way to do it is just to make enough to last the next night so that your family will be more open to embracing a lifestyle. It cuts down on frustration and then you're going to be more open to experiment because you know that you have a backup plan, you know. So that's something that I highly recommend to help you get started on a vegan journey slowly with your family with that one meal. I know that you can commit to one meal a week. Not only does vegan eating help you feel great, it helps you a lot of times lose weight. This is something I'm working on because I had a little issues with vegan junk food. So (laughs) I'm starting to lose some weight trying to um, replace some of the junk food in my life now so that I can lose some weight and feel good as well. Even though I already feel good, I still know that I have the potential of feeling better. So uh, those are pretty much the tips that I want to give you. Just to quickly recap on those tips. Um, Be a vegetarian first. Replace some of the dairy. Watch um, documentaries and read books. 
Start slowly with breakfast and snacks and commit to cooking one vegan meal a week. I know that you can commit to one meal a week. It's a great way to get started, baby steps, and then just grow from there using these steps. So that is pretty much it. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Be sure to visit my blog at brownvegan.com to get on my mailing list. I like to send out weekly emails with like tips and recipes and let you know about any upcoming events that I have going on. And it's also a great way to connect with me as well. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all those places as well. I would love to connect with you. Thank you so much again for listening, and I will talk to you very, very soon. Have a great day.